Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. In this and future episodes released on Fridays of each week, you will hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews and summaries of personal development books, strategies, tools, and ideas that can help you transform your mind and body from the inside out so you can truly, truly live the life you desire. Hello and welcome Cheryl Wolf to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thanks. I'm so glad to be here with you. Great. I just want to share a little bit about you before we get started on conversation. So our listeners know who, who are you? So meet Cheryl Wolf a vibrant lover of life with a flair for discovery and connection. She's a certified health and wellness coach whose journey of transformation is as inspiring as her mission. Having navigated her own health challenges, Cheryl emerged empowered and lighter, not just by 45 pounds, but freed from the weight of limiting beliefs. Her dedication to lifelong learning, especially in hormone health, ensures her approach is both comprehensive and cutting edge. Cheryl's career as a successful hair entrepreneur across four states honed her skill in recognizing what makes people feel their best. This path, coupled with a life-changing illness, steered her to embrace holistic wellness. Today, she helps women over 40 peel away the layers of doubt and rediscover their most authentic selves, inspiring a transformation that transcends the physical. With Cheryl, it's never about shedding weight. It's about shedding the old to welcome the new. Her program, Beyond the Scale, is a personalized journey towards lasting well-being. It's a promise of moving beyond quick fixes to uncover a vibrant life brimming with possibilities. Today's conversation is your invitation to join a guide who lives by the very principles she teaches. In her own retreats of calm, you'll find Cheryl in her garden, cultivating not only food, but a deep connection to the earth, a sanctuary where each season brings its own meditation and bounty. Her love for hit classes, hikes, and yoga are a testament to life lived in balance, with each activity enriching her holistic view of health. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. I'm so excited for this conversation. Is there anything you want to add before we start? No, I'm just grateful to be here with you today. Oh, me too. This is going to be a blast. I mean, because I know I mean, you love to learn just like looking at, you know, and reading your bio, transforming the mind and body from the inside out. That's a connection we have. We do that in different ways. And mindset is huge. So I'm just kind of curious, you know, what hit me that I didn't know about you before was being a hair entrepreneur. And I just, how does that tie into helping people feel their best in what you're doing right now? Yeah, it's funny is all the years behind the chair, um, talking to people, I was helping them to feel good with their hair. But really when it came down to it, it was a chance for them to sit down and be the star, someone listening to what they had to say. Mm -hmm. I've always had a desire to help people. Um, and when I went back to school while I was running that, our university, it was 
because I wanted to help other people. But what I did was I helped myself first. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, that's not, it's never the plan. It's like, oh, I want to do this for someone else. But you put the oxygen mask on first and it's so much better. Oh yeah. You, you have to take care of yourself. You have to do for yourself so you can give more to others. You're, oh yeah. You have to come I, out of that place of fullness in order to give. Right. And I spent a lot of time asking people, were they doing things for themselves? Were they taking care of themselves? But I had to ask myself, was I doing it? And I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so true. I mean, I've been a mental health professional for over 20 years. And sometimes what comes out of my mouth is advice I need for myself. Like, yes, 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 yes. Like, Listen oh, to our own words. Somebody else to take care of themselves. And, and, and am I doing that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of our own therapy sometimes. Yeah. True. Yeah. When we listen to what we're saying, it's like, wait a minute, am I taking my own advice? Yeah, I need to. Yes. Yes. So I'm also curious, what led you to embracing this holistic wellness? Um, probably mostly I would say my illness. So when I was faced with a diagnosis and at the time there were no treatments, um, and so the advice was go home, eat well, take care of yourself and wait it out. And so <clears throat> I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice to anymore. And it was like, all right. So if you only have so many days on this earth, which we never know how many days. Yeah. And I had a, I was getting to a deadline that I was like, what what do I need to let go of? And it was letting go of things, people, attitudes mm -hmm. that were most helpful in the beginning. And that just really started, you know, it's, it's all the things we've had plant medicine. We've had all these things for all these years and they weren't around for nothing. That's how we got our that synthetic medications. Right, right, right. So really your illness kind of jump started, which I heard was kind of a lot of advice you always get, you know, eat well, take care of yourself. But what made the transition, the transformation for you to actually embrace that? I know limited days on earth kind of can throw you into that. But what did you, what did you start with? I, you know, I really did start with letting go of people. Okay. I went, all right, if I only have this much time, who do I want to surround myself with? Do I want to surround myself with these people that I put up with or people that inspire me and people that um, encourage me in my life? And so really, you know, it's almost like the advice as a parent, you give your children who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. I was giving myself, it's the very simple things. Mm -hmm. It was that it was, making sure I was getting water, enough water in my body for the day, getting mm -hmm. rest, truly mm -hmm. doing the basics. And a lot of times the basic stuff we think, oh yeah, whatever. We're looking for the more interesting thing. But right. really, if we haven't mastered the basics, that's where we should start. And that's what I started with for myself. Yeah. So really the basics are really the foundational piece. Exactly. Yeah the hydration, the eating well, the stuff that we've all heard and we're going, wah, wah, nah, nah, nah. We can't, yeah. I want it quicker. I want it faster. <laughs> yes, I want the newness, you know, cause we do like variety, 
but we have to start with the foundational piece and the people around us really influence our environment a lot. Yes. And so what are some like over the, over the years with you, you know, working with women and what are some of those, you know, beliefs or things that they take on from other people that are, that they need to really let go of? Um, I would probably say one of them is diets. <laughs> you know, how your girlfriend's like, I'll get, I would go around and my girlfriends would go, okay, th- we're all going to stop eating sugar. We're just going to do this together. Well, does your body really, you know, yes, it's good for you, but do you need to do what everybody else is doing? Right. Right. You know, I think that's a part of it. You know, we, we, we do things because it's like, oh yeah, everybody's doing that. Let's try it. And why one person's successful and someone else isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's that. And I also think it's a lot of what we've learned long ago. Like we label food. Mm-hmm. And by labeling food, it just made me more hungry. That was one of the things that I personally struggled with that, you know, it was like, oh, I love, I can't give that up. I love that. Okay. And when I have to take it away, I love it. But if I mm-hmm. don't have a label on it and it's not bad, do I still want it as much as I did when it, you know, it's like nobody craves things more than the things that you can't have ah, yes. quotations. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I was just going to ask you to explain a little bit more about labeling, but you're kind of talking about you, you set it almost on a pedestal or something that you can't have, or that you can't give up or that you love so much that you couldn't go without it. Is, is that what you're talking about, about labeling yes. food? Okay. Yes. Because we make things. And there are things that quote, maybe aren't healthy, but your family, that was a traditional Mm -hmm. dish. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't enjoy it. No, you should enjoy it. And it's just by taking away when you stop saying this is good and this is bad, it opens it up. So if you say, oh my gosh, I've just been craving that cookie. Mm-hmm. then eat the cookie and be done. Yeah. Don't say you can't have the cookie because the longer you torture yourself, the more you have to have the whole bag. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's just a, like a psychological toy for me. You know, it's like, Oh no, nope, you can't have it. You're giving up sugar. That's bad for you. And then all right. Sudden, like you want it more. Right. Like, exactly. Stop thinking about it. Right. Well, think about it. Like, and I think uh, this is probably a bad example, but you're young and you're dating and there was always in high school the bad boyfriend or the bad boy and everybody wanted to date the bad boy no he isn't someone you're gonna marry and take home he isn't somebody you're gonna keep he's just somebody to play with yeah and just well it's the same idea in food right 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 and so there's some good stuff there's bad stuff but if we label it like how much of it, how many people label like, oh, I love broccoli. I just can't, you know, yeah, they don't get yeah. enough. Yeah. No. We cra- we don't crave that. No, we don't crave that. But we don't crave that because, you know, we know the packaged foods have things in it to make us crave. Right. We know that logically. 
But I also think a lot of it has to do with just conditioning and things that we've learned over the years. And that's like, how do we look at food? What do we think when you're cooking? What are you thinking about? Are you hurrying and getting it done and just making this meal? But if you just took a few minutes and you said, I'm going to just infuse some love in this. I just can't wait to share this meal with my family. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to benefit and absorb the nutrition so much more. So the way we think about what we're doing and how mm -hmm. we're caring for ourselves is a huge part of it. And that takes time. It's not like, oh, I'm going to decide to do this and it's all better. It takes repetition of reminding ourselves mm -hmm. that food is just food mm -hmm. and it's okay to have some <laughs> bad food. Yeah. I mean, it brings up a couple things. One is I remember um, doing a workshop one time and there, a, it wasn't even about food. It was a wellness thing, but you know, a gal, like I made an example of like, so I'm like, if you really, really crave like candy bar, like have it and don't beat yourself up over it. Exactly. That was the thing is like, you, if you, you can have it, just don't beat yourself up over it. And she's like, oh my gosh, that was like an, a freeing idea. For yes. Her. Because I think what we do, we label it and then we, we give into it and then we beat ourselves up some more. So it's this cycle of yes. negativity yes. And, and stuff. And exactly. So how can you help? How do you help people break that? I think it, it's more of, um, we're adding things into our life mm -hmm. instead of taking things away. So what can I add to my life that brings me more calm, that brings me more peace? What are the things that I need to add? And that voice gets less and less. Mm -hmm. And the things that we really don't need in our life start getting shoved out because we're adding more of the good things into our life. Mm -hmm. So I see that as yes, because the more that you are enjoying life and having a good time and, you know, focusing on, you know, joy, happiness, you know, giving hope, whatever, that the less you have space yes, to think about beating yourself up or, you know, labeling, you know, just this this thing about bad food and just being overcome by that. You know, I think the more good you have, the more you want to be, be good, feel good, think good. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're not learning it when we're doing it right. We're learning it when we do it wrong. When we do, when we're going on this journey, which it is a lifetime journey, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so making those changes really tiny steps mm -hmm. so that we can be successful and not just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to change everything right now. And I've done that. I've done all the mistakes already for everyone. <laughs> so oh, you don't yeah. have to do them anymore. <laughs> it's like, I've done the, you know, all or nothing, which I think is a great, you know, as another thing we do, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to eat all this stuff or I'm not going to eat anything. It's, you know, the all or nothing is not going to help. It is really, truly when you are happy, when you are finding things that bring you joy, it's like a group of people, you're going to go to a new place and start exercising. It is the group of people that you're surrounded with there that encourage you to come back or you build relationships or friendships. Yes. All that is building on to the life you want. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, 
definitely it. Go find the joy. <laughs> Go find the joy. And I don't know, maybe it's just the holiday season coming around here. Oh, yes. You know, I think about, you know, the traditions that we have around food and mm -hmm. family and holidays. Yes. I mean, we have those and you had touched on it, like a favorite dish of, yeah. you know, somebody's, well, we're going to come up with that. And, and, and it might be made with all the good stuff, right? Right. You right. Know, past. But enjoy it. Like yes, there because it's the family. You like that it's, stuff. It's comforting because it's tradition. Can you speak yes. into that a little bit? Yeah, because I think what happens is when we're restricting so much, then you go to that family. That, oh no, I can't have that. Oh no, I can't have that. But you can if you're not allergic to it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the company. Enjoy the conversation because food is really to be shared. And mm -hmm. so when you're sharing it and you're enjoying each other and it's one meal, one meal. Yeah. One meal is not going to destroy you. One meal is not going to throw you off track. It is what you do, you know, all the other times. And Hey, after dinner, maybe you can be the one that encourages everybody. Let's go for a walk afterwards yeah. and enjoy nature. And, you know, there's always a way to mix the two. Right. Right. But be there, be present because we have only now. So when you're with your family, be with your family, enjoy the food. Don't worry about any of the other rules. There aren't rules <laughs> and question your rules that you make for yourself. If it's around food question, why do I feel I need to have that rule? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things I hear frequently is people say, oh, I can't have that in my house. Why? Why can't you have it, it in all. your house? <laughs> you know, it's all right. And it's like, it's not, it's what do you do with it? What do you think yeah. about it? Can I think about that differently? Can I think about, you know, I know it's in the cupboard. Who cares? <laughs> There's so many things in the cupboard. I don't know about. Right. Okay. Why is it just that one thing? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, can we look at it a little bit differently? But yes, enjoy your family, enjoy your traditional meals. Don't make it a big deal. It's one meal. One meal. And you'll survive. Yeah. And, and you'll probably feel your tummy will be happy. Your brain will be calm. And start and a new tradition of going for a walk. Yeah. Find another way to move. Like, like, oh, maybe it's a dance thing after dinner. <laughs> Well, why not get the energy flowing? Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So you work with a lot of women that, you know, traditionally women love to like have a scale and base yes. themselves <laughs> off of a number on the scale. Yes. What do you think of that? Um, I hate the scale because, because here's the thing, <clears throat> the scale you're going to get on the scale maybe early in the morning mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, feels pretty good. Yeah. And then you might get on the scale later that day and you're like, Oh crap, I'm three pounds up. Yep. You are because yep. there's this thing called water. <laughs> and it's probably water, but we do, we, we measure ourselves of our success and we measure ourselves of where we are, our age. Oh, you know, I'm doomed for this. Or the scale is, oh, it's not, it's making me, if the scale is emotionally hurting you, 
throw it away because you're going to put on those pair of pants or you're going to put on that dress or whatever that is. You know how you feel and maybe you want to feel better. And that's where your measurement is, is how do I feel in my body? How do I feel in my clothes? Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't need a scale for that. No. And I think you bring out a really important part for people is just how you feel in your body. If you are in tune with how you feel, you know, this could go both ways. Cause I'm one right. like, you know, one way or the other, it's not that, I mean, you can go both ways, but you know, one is if you feel, you know, do you really need this food? Do you, what do you really need? Yes. What, Sometimes you need a hug. Yes. Sometimes it's not, you need something besides food. You need something besides a beverage. You need something, you know, maybe your body needs to move. Maybe you need a hug. Maybe you need to talk to somebody. You know, there's other things that our body is telling us. Mm -hmm. It's not all food. But we don't always, we're not always aware of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I can, you know, stress is one of those things. How many times... Have you opened the pantry and you're just staring at it? And you're like, I'm hungry for something, but I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there's something in here. But okay. if you sat down and asked yourself, what, why, what is, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Am I worried about something else and I'm distracting myself with food? You know, am I stressed about my job? Am I stressed about something else? What is going on? And a lot of times too, thirst um, mm-hmm. will make you hungry, but you're actually really, your body's like craving water. So it is becoming in tune. And that takes practice to mm-hmm. notice like, oh, I'm feeling kind of whatever, or I'm really craving um, carbs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what's going on in my life? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I did a, and I don't know if it has come out yet or not, but I just remember doing a, a an episode on what you're hungry for is not, yeah. hunger, you know, and it was, yeah. I've done that before in some other workshops and it's like staring in the fridge and it's like, okay, when you're staring in the fridge, close it because that's, you're not, what's there, what's in there is not what you're looking for. Right. You have to tune in. So you have any tips on how to like, how do, I mean, it takes time to tune into yourself, but is there a few things that maybe you could suggest people to start with? Yeah. I think journaling is one of them. Like if you're, you know, just kind of like, how do I feel? How do I feel in my body today? What's going on? Am I on a high today? Am I on a low today? And if you're, you know, like I'm just having one of those dang days and you're staring, you know that it's not the food that's going to solve it, Mm -hmm. you know? So it is. And I think women, we need to learn to ask for what we need. And a lot of times I think we don't want to bother someone Mm -hmm. or ask someone, Mm -hmm. but it is okay. And when you ask someone else for help to listen to you or hug or whatever it is that you need, Mm -hmm. you're giving them a chance to shine. Yeah. So instead of thinking it as, oh, I'm burdening this person, think of it as you're helping that person to shine. Oh yeah. Because we all want to give. We want, we all want to help. And most of us don't know how to help each other. Right. And we're not all walking around with a big sticky note on our head. I need this. 
<laughs> right. So, I need a hug. You know, yeah. we, we have to ask, we, we have, have to ask. ask for what we need. And it, and sometimes maybe it's a need for space. Maybe it's yeah. a time that you need some quiet. Maybe you need some, you know, Calgon, take me away, take a bath, right. you know, or whatever it is. Um, but it is learning to ask and asking yourself and noticing, gosh, are my shoulders tight? Yeah. What, what's going on? Mm-hmm. How does my body feel? And we don't take enough time to do that, do we? Mm-mm. Now, if you find yourself um, with the spinning conversation in your head and you just keep repeating that, you know, that one, <laughs> that is a guarantee you're totally not in your body. <laughs> so that's a perfect time to, t- to take your hand, put it on your chest, put another one on your belly and just do some breathing and mm-hmm. come back into your body. Because if you're in your head, and you're playing that story and that stress or whatever, your body has the answers and it's going to calm you down. That is so true. I just, I, I'm just recalling some just examples of my personal life where I was like, well, yeah, please share spinning, spinning in my head, you know, whether it was my emotions were just off and then every somebody was grumpy. So then I decided I'd have to be grumpy. And then how you make that story in your head where you spout off to somebody and how they're going to react and how you're going to respond back. And you're up here and it's like, okay, time out, take a yeah. breath. Yes. Yes. What is really going on. Yeah. And we, and, and it's very common. We all do it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it is that those opportunities. So it, for me, it's get to know yourself better. What, what are the things you really like and what are the things that are uh, absolutely no and make, keep them a no, mm-hmm. you know, start getting to know you and what do you need? It's not a selfish thing. It's a way that you can take care of yourself better right? because we're setting ourselves up for later. <laughs> I want to be able to do a lot of things when I'm a lot older. Well, so do I. And the more we can tune in it to it sooner. Yes. But the, the better. I was going to say the better, the less difficult it's going to be. Yes. You know, in the future. Right. And you, you know, we, we talk about food and we talk about way and we talk about the way we're looking, but I want people to think about later, like when you have grandchildren or you want to be able to pick them up. Yeah. You want to walk your dog. You want, what are the things that you want to continue to do for the next 20 years? Mm -hmm. So we start now. Yeah. Getting people to vision how they're going to live their life five, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Like, okay, my, you know, I could have grandkids any year now. I've got those, you know, kids that are older and it's like, okay, what do I really want to be able to do? Right. And it's like, or even, even if you're not thinking grandkids, you know, what would you do? Like travel, like, exactly. See whatever you want to do. That takes a lot of energy. It does. And so when we're caring for ourselves now, we're, you know, we're kind of, taking care of our future because I don't want to have, I want to be, you know, years ago there was a gal and she was on one of those late night shows and I, I was much younger and she was probably, I think she was like 80 and she could bend over and, and touch her toes and do all these things. And everybody was all impressed. And I thought, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Because 
think about it, climbing a ladder, all the things that happen as we go, we have aging parents. So we're watching these things. Mm -hmm. So what you don't want to see in yourself, <laughs> this is what we want to set up so that we can care for our own selves as we age. Right. And we want to live like a vibrant life. Yes. That's yes. Know, active and, and, you know, going places and, you know, having, having the mental energy and the physical yes. energy to do it. Yeah. Yes. And that just sounds like a great life, but we got to start now. Yes. Like it's just not going to happen. You know, no, we don't reweight. Right. I didn't get 45 pounds overnight and, you know, extra pounds. And I didn't lose it really fast. And so it all is a process of little steps. And like I said, really do the basic stuff. Start asking yourself questions of, mm -hmm. you know, what do I really want? How do I want to feel in my body? It's not a size. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. And that is really honing in. And you have a program called Beyond the Scale. And is that kind of encompassing what that is? Because yes. I feel like that is that is a great name for a program because one, ditch the scale, but you know, yes. beyond the scale, because you know, somehow we all go to the doctor and somehow they still think it's so important for us for them to weigh us, which I always think those scales yes. are off anyways, but you know, it's <laughs> Yeah, the whole BMI thing, we know that's not even true because you can have somebody who's a, a big bodybuilder and their BMI is going to be off. Yeah. Um, so that that doesn't really tell us a lot of stuff. But really, when we're starting, the beyond the scale is personalized to each person because just like we all have a thumbprint, we're all a little bit different. Our lifestyles are a little bit different. And so we co-create it so that it fits and it's not a diet. It's not, um, it's a slow process of getting to know yourself. And then the weight just starts shedding. When we, it's funny is the happier you are, the more you're willing to do the self-care for you, for you, you know, and self-care is a, a, enormous yeah. things. Yeah. When you start doing that, <clears throat> you start feeling better, you make better choices for yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then definitely. it's easy. It's like, oh, wait, I lost, I just lost five pounds. Well, you know, well, because you're not killing yourself. It doesn't have, we make it like, oh, it's gotta be hard. You gotta struggle through this. And it's like, no, we do not need to white knuckle anything. That is right. not living. No. Well, and I'm just thinking, you know, I'm hearing your tone and just, just, and Matt, you know, it's like, oh, we got to white knuckle this, you know, we have to do this. It just seems so restricting. It seems so heavy. Like if we're talking yeah. about weight, it's like heavy weight. But then when we think about times when we feel good and that we're like happy and stuff, it's like, we're like floating on a cloud. We're already lighter, right? So just changing our mindset can help. Yes. That. Oh my gosh. And it is, it's just taking something and going, why do I look at it this way? Okay. Could I look at it a different way? let me test it out. It's not going to hurt anything to try a new perspective. Yes. I would say it's always an experiment. Like, yeah. Everything is an experiment. My, my garden is an experiment. My daily life is let's try this and see if it works. And if it doesn't, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, going to school, no one taught us that failure was good. And it mm -hmm. actually is. Yeah. I didn't learn doing it right. I learned doing it wrong. Right. Right. We all learn doing things wrong first, right? 
Right. Because otherwise we wouldn't learn anything. We so the quicker we can, you know, go, oh yeah, that didn't work for me. Okay. Let's try the next thing. And it's not a, it's not a disaster. It's an aha. And yeah. we should be asking our younger generations, did you mess up today? Cause you know what, if you'd messed up and you experimented, that meant you were trying. Oh, and you're doing. Yes. You're doing something. Instead of what did you learn? What did you mess up? What did you, what did you try? And you were scared to try it. That is great. I'm going to write that down because I have to have some different questions to ask my kids, you know, when they yeah. come in. And I, and I've heard that before and I couldn't remember where I heard it and, you know, but it's, it's the importance of releasing the, releasing the weight of the word right. failure. Right. And so if we can learn it for ourselves, then we can pass that on to other generations where it's like, it's not a, oh my gosh, I totally messed that up because nobody's watching. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most of our, most of our mess ups are way bigger in our head than they actually are. You know, we it's make, like, have you ever thought like, good. oh, I need to have that conversation with so-and-so and oh my gosh. And you've already played it out and you know, it's going to be awful. And then it happens and you go, oh, that was really good. That was really, we, we bonded. We had, it, it went so much better. Right. Right. Because we make up a lot of stories in our heads that aren't true. Yeah. And so it, it all starts with how can we think of things a little bit differently? That's awesome. And you have transformed, I'm sure, numerous lives with that, because that is a huge thing to learn. And the, the sooner we can learn that, that it's, you know, okay, I'm sorry, it's all in our head, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but our thoughts are the starting point to yes. whether we have a great life or we have a life of misery because of how we think about it. And the same goes for the weight that we have and in and beyond the scale is really, I'm thinking, looking at those limiting beliefs and yeah. getting those out. And like, what do you really want your life to look like and feel like and be like? Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the other things you were talking about with what did I do was I get to work out, not mm -hmm. I have to work out. So even changing the language mm -hmm. can sometimes help us to feel better. I get to do this and I'm lucky because somebody else may not be able to. Right. Right. So what can you do and be, you know, say, oh, I get to do this. I'm, I get to put my feet on the ground mm -hmm. and I get to go for a walk and enjoy this. Yeah. Because there's always somebody we can look at that is worse off than us. Oh, heck yeah. And we can play the other game too, but we can aspire to be more like them. Like there's a hundred year old lady at our church and I'm like, I want to be like that. She's all full of spunk, you know, she comes in, you know, I mean, she was still driving just a couple years ago, you know, and it was just like, okay, I want to be like that. I want to have yes. that mind. I want to be able to interact. I want to be able to go places, you know, we can look to people that to inspire us so that we can change ourselves and we can be grateful for what we have and what we yes. can do. Yes. And it is okay to be sad and it is okay to have bad days and it is okay to, but don't push them off. Yeah. Feel whatever it is and go through that feeling. Mm -hmm. 
because it's valuable. It's going to teach you something, whether it's a positive feeling or a negative feeling, you're going to learn something from it. If you allow yourself to completely feel it. That is so true. The feelings I feel like are messengers. They're trying yes. to tell us something. So listen, I mean, I think we, we have a tendency to more like, I think I do at least like, what's the message the negative feeling is trying to tell me, but I have to embrace the positive feelings too. So I can do more of that. Yes. That's awesome. Grab onto those people. <laughs> yes. Yes. So is there, is there any like one or one thought or one, one thing you want to leave our listeners with today? You don't need to be fixed. You are perfect as you are. And just get to know yourself better because the more you get to know yourself, I mean, you are your best friend. So be kind to yourself and just take one little step at a time. And those do add up. I know we hear it again and again, but it is the truth. It is what I've done. It is what many, many people have done. It's one tiny step. You've got it. Awesome. So listeners out there, are you ready to transform from the inside out and feel better than you ever thought possible? Are you ready to move beyond the scale and step into your power? Well, Cheryl Wolf is ready to take the journey with you beyond the scale, one empowering step at a time. So connect with Cheryl on Instagram, Facebook, and on her website, CherylWolfWellness.com. All of that will be in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining me today. There's so many good gems came out of this conversation. Oh, thank you. It was so fun talking with you. I enjoyed it. Same here. Thanks again. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcast or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week. 